And I think there's one queen in this group who actually knows that plus who she is on the inside. Mm -hmm. And it exudes 100%. It's fashion meets, <laughs> it's fashion. It's, excuse me, it's fashion. <laughs> it's fashion. Is it, fa wait, but is it fashion? It's fashion. <laughs> I gotta give it to you, Biella. When you suggested this is the clip of the week, at first I thought, oh, there's probably other things we probably should talk about first, and we will. But then once I watched it, I was like, no. This is exactly how we need to start this episode. So, uh, yes, this is a really good note to start. What, what, what's not, an episode I'm not totally looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know what? I it's a, a way to start because there are ways to stay positive about this season. There are other things to talk about. There's lots of queens to celebrate. There's lots of laughs to be had, and this. This whole pit stop, but this moment alone, I mean, it is such great comedy. It's so positive. It's so funny. And I, we had to start this way because if we're going to go into the season with dread, then we're only going to have dread. But if we're going to yeah. go into the season looking for joy, looking for hope, looking for why we love this show, which I think this clip kind of exudes then that's how we have to go into it. So I am, I, I, I am so aware that there are many sensitive souls out there that watch this show and we hear you. Uh, there's also many that watch the show and they're just like, ugh, fuck her and can move on and look past her. Uh, so, you know, we're kind of riding the line here and I thought maybe we would, you know, start with this just to get some positivity going. Yeah, <clears throat> just to, to cleanse our palates a bit. Um, and I agree and kind of remember that there's um, there's a lot of joy to be found. And I think it's it's interesting, right? Because there's, you know, there is that part of me that's like recognizes it's a TV show, you know, kind of recognizes it for like the size of it in terms of, you know, relative to the rest of the world. But then at the same time also recognizing like, well, it's a TV show, but it's also like this thing that kind of brings everybody together and it's this conversation piece and this glue and it kind of creates community and connection and podcasts. Yeah. And, yeah. And it, so it's like you're kind of tainting the waters here of something that we're all kind of like really enjoying. <laughs> Right, I know. Everybody loved AJ and the Queen, and now it got canceled. I, well, yeah, I mean, that's what we're talking about, right? When we talk about a canceled queen, we're talking about Ruby Ruby is not so red hot anymore, right? That's that's what this is all about. <laughs> I'm so glad we got that out of the way. Because <laughs> once that got announced, I was like, oh, man. I don't know how we're going to do this episode. <laughs> Sorry, Marys. Oh, God, we're trying to stay positive no. here, you know? No, that was, I, yeah. I mean, so, like, let's, because here's the thing is we're going to, I think we're going to talk about this a lot more in nuance. Oh, but for I feel sure. like we should address right up front, because I think there's probably people waiting to kind of hear about this. Here's how we're handling the, and this is probably the first and last time I'm going to say her name on the show, the Sherry Pie situation. Um, 
I think taking the cue from folks like Lee Dawson and even the pit stop, uh, we're going to review the season as if she was never on it. And well, as disqualified, whether, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not I, I, I'm not going to talk about her looks. If she wins the challenge, I'm not going to say anything about it. If she's in a lip sync, I'm only going to talk about her competitor. Um, I'm just not going to talk about her because I don't. I, I don't I think that that's like the one thing you can do is like a lot of people feel like, well, fuck, I got to go through this whole season watching this this queen and makes me feel a certain way. So what we can do, how do you create like a positive situation? It's like, great, we'll just create a recap that doesn't talk about her at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and out of respect for the victims and all people involved, I'm. Yes, I feel like we can discuss the response and the effects of this qualification and then move on, because at this point, you know discussing sherry i i just don't even think that we're in a place to make jokes or make light or spill tea or i just don't think that's what our podcast is all about so we're gonna just discuss what happened and then move on right and i think there was uh some uh twitter comment that i think was really interesting and and worth remembering um that this is not tea it's a it's a criminal act. Yes. And right. uh, it's, it's you know, that's not what, yeah, that's not what we're in the business to talk about. There are 12 other fantastic queens this season who deserve our energy and our time and our talent. And, you know, that's what we're here to do. We're here yeah, to celebrate this yeah. show. And sh so. shout out to all the other OCD Marys like me, 12 queens on season 12. So here we go. <laughs> yeah. Now it's all lined up. So that must feel good. <laughs> You know, yeah, it, it's funny how it all works out. The finale is now we can have six on one side, six on the other side, and RuPaul in the middle, right? It's just I love <laughs> it. Oh, you know, it's finally, there's just, it creates a, a, a balance. Yeah. Uh, as, uh, as BB would say, a sense of resolution. Yes. Uh, and so, <laughs> yes. yes. They, could, yeah. they could even be in the shape of a clock and everybody could be a number on the clock. I'm just saying, Mary, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. Come get your clock, girl, you know? <laughs> Flavor Flav just got fired from whatever group he was in. So RuPaul, pick him up. He's VH1, you know? Totally. You know, so before we kind of move on and talk about and celebrate all the other talented queens that we saw on this episode, because um, I'm very excited to celebrate them, particularly one Jan. Um, but, uh, you know, we can't let someone's shitty actions ruin our lives, ruin our Friday nights ruin this whole new platform and future for these queens and their new success. So, you know, do what you have to do in order to make that happen, right? In order to make it so that, you know, it's not going to affect us, right? So take a week off, don't post about it, don't like comments or jokes about it, do whatever you need to do, right? Uh, figure out what you have to do to push forward with joy, right? And, and that might mean taking a little bit of time off or, you know, Kind of what I did this Friday was every single time there was a, an interesting phrase that was shared by Sherry, you know, I whispered over to my left and I was like, well, not anymore, you know, and it was just one of those mm. things and it was a vent out. And I think we can we can we are able to move on and celebrate, but we have to we have to find a way to do it. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and at the same time, I also agree with folks like Fifi O'Hara who are like, hey, I don't think that this is acceptable behavior at all but like the response is not to be like pushing someone to do something oh, to harm themselves God, you know and yeah, like yeah. that there is that balance and i i agree with that i think that that is not you know i'm not on board with cancel culture i'm not so I, but i'm also like not in i'm not okay with any of what happened obviously um 
but I think that that's the real like adult balance, right? Is uh, is just respectfully not addressing that person at all. Sure. Um, I mean, yes. Um, stop the cancel mob, right? The collective, yeah. us, we created enough outrage online that the disqualification happened. So our job is kind of done. We don't need to post about it anymore. We don't need to send her anything. The, let everybody else that needs to jump in now do what they need to do. And I think now we have to take care of ourselves and we have to celebrate the queens that are still left in the competition. Yeah. Yeah. There's... Again, there are 12 more queens, and a lot of them, I think, are just fantastic. So it just feels silly to to spend any more than the like amount of time necessary talking about this one queen. Um, I, I definitely like am keen in nuance with just our Marys to kind of talk about some feelings and some thoughts that I kind of let brew over the weekend about it. But I feel like for the folks who are here to just like have a good time and hear you know our thoughts on drag race, I'm I'm good to plow forward and just like look for the light. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. And if you are here because you are still outraged and want to hear outrage, uh this episode isn't going to be what you're going to get, right? That's not you're not going to get what you're looking for. Uh that rage is what fuels the internet, right? That's what makes so many things go viral is hate and I mean it, it reminds me of Gia Gunn's tweet where she was like, you know, all of these a po one post about this person and I get all these comments and likes and then I post about transphobia and it's you know half of that attention and mm -hmm. it just it just puts things into perspective about what is making us act and what is making us go and just check your age check where it's at check where you're feeling about things I mean the thing that got me so boiled this weekend was every headline and most people just read the headlines every headline said it was a catfish situation and it is so much more than that so don't just read mm. the headlines mary read up get as much information as you can and I, I i am i'm confident that when you get as much information as you can your actions are going to change yeah right i mean yeah i think once i'd really gotten all the details of what happened it was like wow this is um like uh this is this is really sick and this is um you know not that catfishing is okay but like this is something where it's like, yeah, this person needs help. And uh, I don't say that with sympathy, honestly. I just say that with basic facts. Like, facts are facts. This bitch needs help. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, let's try to turn all this into a positive, right? Because at the end of the day, this is something positive because it's a glimmer of healing. <clears throat> Excuse me. A glimmer of healing for the victims involved, right? It's another conversation about casting on Drag Race, which I think is valid. And uh, I, you know, I, I think it's kind of a vent, some, something that's kind of been popped. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for those conversations to be had. And uh, I'm looking for the positive. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes things like this, there's there are positive changes made in response that end up having a real long-lasting effect. Sure. And I don't know what that looks like. I just think that's, you know, there is that opportunity. So, um yeah, I mean, those are my main stage thoughts on that situation. All right, Mary. Well, let's jump into this episode. But before we do, why don't we tell our Marys what they are listening to? Well, gosh, if they haven't figured it out at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Maria. It's not Jesus Maria. It's all right, Mary. <laughs> all right, Mary. <laughs> Jesus Maria. <laughs> 
um, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this beady, beady little TV show. I'm Johnny, and I said I felt. And I'm Colin, and that was what I was going to say as well. So I also said I felt. Oi, gefelt. Oi, gefelt. Um... Uh, and yeah, we are, we are, you know, it's, it's deja vu all over again. We are covering the premiere of season 12 of Drag Race. Yes. And there are six queens this time instead of seven. Um, I, I was uh, talking with Sister Mary. I only counted five. Oh, okay. Mary. I, um, uh, <laughs> all the snide things will be in the subtext, Mary. So uh, look out yeah. for it. Um, but I, I just, I... I want to hear your thoughts on Rockham. The I I went with Sister Mary Will to a, a bar to watch this, and every single time Rockham was referred to as Rock, he cringed a little bit. Uh, and I thought of you because it was like, oh hey the, hey Saint, oh hey the, hey Rock, <laughs> hey Saint. Uh, yes, it, it's you know I think I just have like a general issue with abbreviations because it's like the musical theater thing of like oh my god I'm in Fiddler oh my god oh, uh, you, that, you know yeah. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> Rent. <laughs> oh, the worst, the worst. <laughs> oh man. Um so uh, yes, I I don't know if that stuck in my craw as much. Rockham, I was like, why does Rockham maybe it's just that Rockham is a little hyperactive for my taste. I am <gasps> I am I, I am Robin. I am Robin, oh. and I can't wait to talk about that moment because I wrote down every every physical nuance of her talking about. No, this was about Jan, excuse me. But my the way she was talking about Jan is how I feel about Rockham. Oh, I see. So I love Rockham so much. I am full on Team Rockham. I up to the very moment in uh, her entrance when she notices that there's you know a message on the wall and you know that there's things in the workroom already and she go she like pretend acts shocked like she doesn't know i oh, love right. that i she's like oh no and i'm like oh girl i yes yes we're speaking the exact same language i yeah rockham i loved this episode i thought rockham was the standout for me um after jan for sure I mean, listen, you know, she started off on the wrong toot. You know what I'm saying <laughs> with me? I know. I, know I uh, thought of you. Oh, I was like, listen, I just I am never going to be a fan of the person who's like, I was farting a lot. Like, I'm just like, what are you, a barnyard cow? Like, stop it. Like, I'm just I, I I'm just never going to be on board with that queen. Like, you need to leave your farts in San Francisco. <laughs> I agree with Miss Paul on that. <laughs> just leave them there. Uh, I just, yeah, there's something I love about her in the workroom being kind of that hyperactive kid who just had soda at the party. I love it. Oh, totally. <laughs> this kid is at United Skates and he's clomping around in his Fisher Price strap and clacks. <laughs> he's got sipping soda sipping on a on a paper cup of fountain soda yeah oh totally totally and mom's it's, chasing after him yeah it's dr pepper yeah it's, it's oh yeah. yeah yeah it's insane it's insane it's so much there's not even any ice in there 
Yeah. Oh God, it just makes me want to hug him. I just, yeah, I'm a big fan of Rockham, and I'm not going to call mm. him Rock. It's Rockham. Because when so I so it's Rockham. Yeah, Rock is like, do you smell what the Rock is cooking? Right. I just can't mm. get around it. I can't. I'm so it's Rockham. Yeah, Rockham. I mean, I'm you know, uh, I'm not fighting you. Uh, the one thing I want to say, and and it's not just because their makeup is similar, but. Uh, Rockham's voice is very reminiscent of Erica Clash from season two of Dragula, and so is her makeup. I they just it's like oh that because I I work with a lot of people in San Francisco. My company's based there. I used to live in Sacramento. Like I can, I'm like oh god, you are such San Francisco Bay Area folks. Like oh. um, it's not it's not a pejorative thing. It's just they're not New Yorkers. It's a different energy. Is it's it a like lot. is it like Halloween? Because they're also from. Uh, San Francisco, no? Oh, I mean, uh, Hollow Eve is absolutely from San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. If not Berkeley. I mean, yeah, I... Um... <laughs> if not from Berkeley! Berkeley. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, well, I uh, so I yeah that sentiment that sentiment about San Francisco folks not being East Coast folks I I it's something I don't quite get. It's just a very yeah. different vibe, and and I I don't know how much. Like, I'd be curious to hear from folks who are familiar, like, the Portland vibe versus the San Francisco vibe. Like, obviously, it's both West Coast. Um, I'm, You know what I mean? There's just, there's, I uh, I wonder if you'll pick it up living in Portland eventually oh. and, like, see us, you know what I mean? Because okay. it's the West Coast. Yeah. I don't know. Just supposing. Yeah. I mean, I have noticed in conversations I have to wait longer to respond because somebody might not be done yet. I have noticed yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes people need like a conversational squatty potty. Yeah. <laughs> We're such dick New Yorkers. Oh. <laughs> we are, yes. Oh my God. D- huge. Just huge. Uh, uh, speaking, total dick New Yorker. Speaking of a New Yorker, Dahlia Sin is, she's basically the sixth New Yorker, no? Um. Yeah, well, yeah, because I guess she's originally from New York and lives in LA now. So yeah, technically. And very new to LA. Right, right. So yeah, yeah. She's essentially a New York queen. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, Dahlia, we'll talk about later. But I want to talk about um, Jan now. Um, excuse me, Marys. I'm going to excuse myself before I say it. But drag may not be a contact sport, but it certainly is a Jan sport. Can I get an amen up oh. in here? <laughs> oh boy. Oh God. <laughs> You're going to get bleeped. They're bleeping the word sport now. Oh, my God. I know, right? Jan beep. Ugh, Jan beep. Jan beep. beep. Jan beep. Beep, beep, Jan. Jan beep. Sounds like drop Jan dead. Beep. Drop dead. Jan beep. Jan beep. Well, that's her new name this season. So yeah. Jan beep comes in. Jan beep. Uh, so, but, uh, but totally out of respect for Jan's rebranding and taking over the pop world, I will try to normalize her name and not call her by her former her nay right but uh mm-hmm. yeah uh jan beep uh, i'm i'm kind of in love with jan beep <laughs> jan beep me too i think jan beep's great um i you know we obviously we had jan on the podcast once and she when we were doing dragula season three and she did an episode with us and was really fun um but i had never i didn't know really what jan looked like out of drag oh and I take this as a compliment, Jan, if you're listening, but giving me Sean Cody realness. Oh, out of Mary. drag. Yeah, Just, no, people are crushing on Jan for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's yeah. that kind of boy. I was like, oh, maybe it's the baseball shirt and being gay, but he looks like a Sean Cody model. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call me George Glass because, Jan, here I come, you know. Yeah. Uh, move over, Marsha. George ass. <laughs> George ass. 
Uh, well, you know, I so so uh, from our conversation with Jan, we learned, and then we're even seeing over and over, Jan is a definite reference queen, right? That is what Jan is doing. Jan is a huge fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. There's so much positivity, so much love in her character, and I am all here for it. I think it's great TV. Uh, We could talk about her edit and how they're editing that positivity in a little bit, which makes me a little um, upset. But uh, just big shout out to Jan and Jan's jukebox. Apparently, every week... Jan is going to be putting out her singing the lip sync of that week. Oh, well, great. Uh, I can't wait. Um, I can. I certainly agree that she is a reference queen, which I love. I also feel like Jan, in my mind, is a true Mary because she explains her jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I appreciated that she came right out with, I don't know if everyone got the reference. What that actually is, is what I'm doing. Uh, and it's like... We know Jan. Well, I mean, I didn't know. I but you didn't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, but it just made me think of whoever tweeted. We know Mary. Yeah. <laughs> I just I die. <laughs> yeah, no, Jan. Uh, she came in guns a blazing. I loved her. Her whole interaction with Jada. I that was that was like such great reality TV fodder when Jada was lip syncing Jan singing. Oh, that was cute. I also was wondering if Jan was giving a little nod to her drag mother, Alexis Michelle, by noticing Jada's turquoise Oh, Mary. Oh, for for sure. When Jada walked in, I went, it's not cerulean. It's not blue. It's not aqua. It's actually turquoise made popular by Alexis Michelle in the YMCA sewing challenge of season nine. I think we need a sewing challenge here. (laughs) I think we need an embellishment here. (laughs) (laughs) But no, speaking of which, Jada is... She sews 90, 99% of her stuff, she said. And I am mm. all here for that. That is a yeah. part of Drag Race that is missing. Um, I think it was, no, it definitely was. Sister Mary Evan Ross Katz brought up to me. He's like, hey, is there any discussion on All Right, Mary about how, you know, th- this idea of fashion is mostly these designers. They're critiquing the designers and not necessarily the queens and it reminded me of our conversation during all stars when you have these queens that are just coming in with all of these pre-made looks and i thought of naomi uh, smalls who wore every you know throwback to a designer that another designer designed and obviously she might have had input in what the design should be but at the end of the day when they're walking down the runway we're critiquing the construction and whatever of that designer instead so it's just very interesting where drag race is going and how when you see a queen like jada you're kind of like okay you made this right monique hart okay you fucking made this which just makes things i don't know uh, i can celebrate it even harder right well it's like it's like where drag is going and like where drag was and like the idea the idea of making your own look and creating something opulent out of nothing, not that designers don't do that, but that's like what they do. Whereas a drag queen is like, okay, I've got $20 worth of fabric and I got to make this look, you know, expensive. Mm -hmm. And I think that, yeah, that kind of knowing that backstory does make it feel more impressive and um, is more of a credit to the queen than just wearing something. And so then when they are like, wearing someone else's look the critiques change the runways change now it's like well the if there's something wrong with the look it's not really about the queen right 
Right. It's just that's what they brought. Right. It was the same yeah. thing with Vanji last season. Vanji had all of these looks that were all leotards and couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, splash some gold glitter on her chest and <laughs> storm out there. Mean little sister. <laughs> Make me a Pop-Tart, you know? <laughs> Make me a Pop-Tart. Yeah, you know, it was interesting. I watched part of the Roscoe's viewing party because I was curious to see how uh, T-Rex is what I'm going to call her, uh, how oh, the, right. those queens were going to handle what had happened, and they handled it beautifully. Um, but one of the questions for those queens was what would be a challenge that would be for real kind of testing a drag queen and, and what drag queens do. And the answer was, you know, you get off a plane and you have $50 to buy anything in the airport to make a look. Oh, oh I would love that. Totally. Because they're like, it's happened. I, yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's like, go to Hudson News and just like yes. make make the fantasy happen. <laughs> Oh, yes, with all that. the college sweatshirts. I mean, I... Oh, oh, yeah, the neck pillows, <laughs> the chips, you know, the chip bags. You could create a pattern with that. Oh, mm. I know. And the Chili's 2 menus. <laughs> oh, I'd be grabbing armfuls of the Chili's 2 menus. <laughs> I'd be making something with structure, you know. I want to know where they make the light cream cheese. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Sorry. Honey, um... what she said? She said you want to know where they make the light cream cheese. <laughs> It's, uh, it's a best in show. That's a recent Matreon episode. Oh, Want to hear God. more? Go to patreon.com backslash all right, Mary. Oh, it's not backslash. We've been, oh, but yes, I can't stop at this point. Yeah, you can't it stop. Is, it's just slash. Yes. I just I can't. I'm sorry. Y'all know what I meant, but I was, uh, I was uh, yeah. advised by a Mary that it's not backslash, but it just, it just flows like butter. I can't help it. So uh, does butter flow? <laughs> when you melt it, yes. <laughs> Okay, great. Good to know. Um, all right. So Aiden... I don't know why I was so defensive about that. <laughs> well, speaking of defensive, let's talk about Aiden Zane. Yes, this this Rose McGowan clone robot. Oh, uh, Rose McGowan. Why you got Rose McGowan from this from like what Jawbreaker? No, I got this from like right now. This is like what she looked. This is like she has that same like short. You know, I'm getting like Rose oh, McGowan 2019. I, I got like Betty Rose Boop. Army. Betty Boop weirdo. For sure. Oh, I mean, I see that as well. I feel like there is. I, I, I wish. I actually wish that it was like Betty Boop weirdo, but more like leaned into. Like, I love that idea of like a fucked up Betty Boop. And this uh, Aiden, you know, I was very surprised to see how well she did end up doing this episode. But you can feel that tentativeness, or you can feel that kind of like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know. I, I'm still trying to get my like sea legs here. Mm. Um, and it, it just, I don't know. I came, I've come into this episode thinking that she was maybe not the strongest competitor. My opinion has changed of who I think the weakest competitor is of the five, but um, I, I still can feel like that tentativeness. Once you get to an acting challenge or snatch game, it's going to fuck her over, you know? Maybe uh, I don't, I, you know what? There's something about Aiden Zane. I my opinion of Aiden totally changed this episode. I thought she killed the challenge. I thought she did so oh, she well did. in that challenge. But there's something I love about Aiden Zane, and you you may or may not get what I'm putting down, Marys. I love when Nomi Malone comes out in Aiden. This like mm. this uh, kicking and screaming kind of defensiveness. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know, like. 
I, I, there, there's some moments in the episode where uh, Aiden will come out very defensive or it'll sound very defensive. Like, for instance, when Aiden was asked, oh, what's your day job? And he's like, just a prep cook, nothing exciting, right? And it's just like, okay. And they're like, what kind of restaurant? And I was expecting him to say, different places. Uh, right, right. <laughs> I hop. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a dancer. I told you. And I'm just like, yeah. I love that energy. I love that person that's just like, ugh, stop, like, let me just focus, right? There's something uh, very charming about it. I love the weird aesthetic of Aiden. And the, I think the reason I am so now drawn to Aiden is, one, because of that challenge and the way that they just started it off. And it was one of the best kind of spoken word ones that were done. Mm. Um, and then the second thing is, is Aiden just came out with uh, this, uh, this post addressing the transphobic accusations and uh, that have come to light around all of the controversies surrounding season 12 Queens. And if you haven't seen it, Mary's, you should go look it up. Um, but it, it was very refreshing and it sounds like somebody that is, open to growth and one of the things that she was preaching was this idea of like we can't just cancel people when they say the wrong thing we have mm. to we have to allow people to grow and be open to to hearing it we have to be able to teach too we can't just not teach uh th there has to be a space for that and i i kind of appreciated that approach uh, anyway, so uh, the the bad taste in my mouth from Aiden is has was washed away from that post and from uh, this challenge. I was like, okay, Aiden, you can stay a little while. You can stay a little while. Yeah, it, she certainly did much better in this challenge than I was expecting. And and there is something about the drag, even like you know that that fall runway look, that sort of you know grandma's tray tables you know kind of thing mm. uh that even though it's like a little ugly i'm like yeah but i like can't look away there's something about this that is it's kind of it, it's somewhat reminiscent but certainly very different from scaredy cat on sure. drag race uk sure where it was like there's something here where you do know what you're doing yes. and i'm intrigued yes. and i think uh yeah i agree i'm not ready to see Aiden go anytime soon. Um, I think Aiden. I just I wonder, you know, how much she's going to come out of her shell. Mm, you know, uh, I think Aiden represents an interesting queer person, right? Uh, and mm. I and I'm kind of like, all right, yeah, let's see what happens when we cast a queen who doesn't have much performance experience, but is living their fantasy in their bedroom, right? Like that is mm -hmm. I, why not? You know, why not? Yeah, well, and certainly in Untucked, when she kind of when she says like, you don't have to. You know, yes. be classically trained. You don't have to be a dancer. You don't have to have club experience. Like none of that is like what defines what drag is. If you want to be a, a drag queen, then get in drag and entertain people. And yeah. I, I thought, you know, I appreciated the kind of inclusion of that because I think that when you talk about like where drag is going, right? Like I think to have that be a valid point of view on this show when like there have been queens in the past where it's like if you don't have club experience, you're not a drag queen. Mm. And I think now that's just, yeah, at a certain time, that was probably, like, the only way you're going to get experience. But, like, you know, it makes perfect sense to me that that's not the only outlet for doing drag in 2020. Sure. Yeah. Well, and, and especially with Aiden's kind of controversy, to have that moment in Untucked I thought was great. Where it's like, actually, yeah, you be whatever you want. 
You know, if you if you want to yeah. be a damn drag queen, be a damn drag queen. It was that Naomi, n- Naomi, that Nomi Malone delivery. Like, if you want to be a damn drag queen, be a damn drag queen. You know, I'm yeah, not a dancer. What fries. am I doing? Yeah, right. Throwing what am I the fries. Doing. <laughs> uh, I yeah, love it. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mary, we actually have a lot more to say about this week's episode of Drag Race. So, Colin, where can we, where can they find this discussion? Well, that, of course, would be Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show, available exclusively on Patreon at patreon.com backslash All Right Mary. All right. Well, what do we say uh, we show them a little clip of it? All right. Yeah, I felt like Tyra Banks, right? We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? This has nothing to do with learning some bumper sticker lesson on Drag Race a year ago. You know, right? Like it makes, it almost makes perfect sense that Me Too would come to Drag Race. Yeah, the fourth wall is done. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It takes you out of the, the fantasy. I think that's a good way to put it. So if you want to hear all that and more, just go to patreon.com backslash all right, Mary, and we will see you in nuance. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. So, uh, is there anyone else we have not... Uh, we didn't really talk covered. about Dahlia, but I feel like we're going to talk about Dahlia later. Yeah, I um, I mean, we can kind of just, you know, let's talk about these spring and fall looks. Which ones excited you? Which ones you want to, you know, you know which ones piqued I, your interest? I was mostly excited by Mayhem Miller again as Andre Leontali, seeing Kim Chi. The, the commentary by the judges, I thought, is what made this mini challenge fun mm-hmm. otherwise you know hearkening back to what sister mary evans said like it's just a fashion show and uh, we saw what some of the queens made like aiden and jada but i don't know and and rockham obviously but you know i i'm kind of like all right fashion great here's a fashion moment and for some people which i understand it's very important and it's just not what i gravitate towards so you know in terms of the looks uh, I loved Rockham's koi paloi look, as I'll call it. Um, the one with the mermaid silhouette. Uh, mm-hmm. She was kind of like a schoolgirl. I liked that look. I loved Jada's tailored pants, fur sleeves with the beret look. I thought that was gorgeous. Oh, she's like classy 1930s lesbian in that look. I loved it. <laughs> she was such a lesbian. Oh, she was so femme. Oh, she was so femme. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she walked right off the set of Rebecca. I loved it. Oh, yes. Yes. Just giving Mrs. Danvers realness. I really, I loved it. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciate that. I, uh, I think I, what else did I like? I don't know if I loved it, but I, I liked that Dahlia's spring look, the neon green with the orange hair. It was the same color palette that Trinity Taylor had when she, in her entrance look for All Stars oh, 4. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And I was like, okay. oh, I love that. It's like, it's a good combo. Um, and uh, yeah, Aiden's, you know, the tray tables. Did you ever have you ever seen those those old grandma tray tables? With, I know like, the, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yes. The brown floral pattern. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, it was weird that Aiden walked with a poncho and no pants. It's like, what are you doing out here with a poncho and no pants? And no yeah. Pants? What are you doing yeah. out here in a poncho and a gross hat and no pants? <laughs> Uh, but I, I did appreciate the creativity. You know, it was it was different. I like the cute little Bob. But uh, yeah, for me, the runway was run by uh, Rockham and Jada. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so then we get to now, uh, were you, how, how, how did you respond to the fact that this was going to be a Fosse challenge, especially considering what we had last week? What were your thoughts on this week's choice of musical number? Oh, the cell block tango thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I was fine. Uh, You know, cute. Um, I, it's one way to showcase six soloists, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it worked and I was fine with it. I also thought that it was very planned to have Jan Sport and Sherry Pie, two known theater queens, kind of in this challenge, right? So I'm sorry. Yeah, I I'm mean, sorry I said her name. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know who I don't know her. Patty, um, you yeah, said the fact her that name. They, Patty, <laughs> you said her name. Uh yeah, it, I mean obviously having Jan in this, you know, it's interesting. To that point, I think if Dahlia was in last week's challenge, I wonder if she would have excelled more. I wonder if that would have been more up her alley. Is she a um, rapper? Uh, well, I mean, she's got titles, apparently, like Riding the Train. Oh, so and Being I'm a Whore? To oh, my God. I totally, being a thought, whore? I totally thought about Raven in season two when she works with Sherry O'Terry. Here's a deep cut, Mary. So in the comedy challenge, uh, Raven works with Sherry O'Terry. And Sherry's like, okay, so who is Raven? What is Raven about? And Raven's like, well, she's a total whore. And Sherry's like, okay, I get that you're a whore. (laughs) Yeah. Got it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So Dahlia is her type. Yeah. Yeah, And then, um, (laughs) so Dahlia, (laughs) yeah, she rides the train and she's a total whore. So it's like, okay, great. (laughs) Great. Good for you. She rides the MTA with an STD. You know what I'm so, saying? Right, right. So here's the problem with Dahlia. The, the thing is, is I, I, there's no question in my mind that Dahlia is probably a fantastic live performer. And it's obvious that Dahlia is also very nervous uh, when, oh, when yeah. she's performing in these challenges. And even on the runway, she looked just a little tentative. So I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, Dahlia is one to see if she can get over that. They even kind of address that in Untucked. We kind of see the softer side of Dahlia and it's not just, I'm a bitch, right? Which we got from the Meet the Queens and I, I think both of us, correct me if I'm wrong, are just kind of over that, I'm a bitch and I tell people how it is. I'm just kind of like, that is such a, a facade. We want to see more, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, anytime, I've, we've talked about this before, but anytime someone says, oh, I'm a sweetheart, but you cross me and I can be a total bitch. It's like, oh, shut up. Shut up. Uh, we, like, know, we know. We know. Go get a stamp made at Staples. It'll be quicker, you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, anyway, we get it. I, I, you know, we'll see what happens with Dahlia. But yeah, this was not her challenge. It was very, oh, uh, just kind of um, stiff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree. And I think that some of what she's, some of the, the uncertainty about who she is, it's interesting. I, I, I think it was, I think they were saying the judges' critiques that they felt like, uh, or maybe it was Bob and Peppermint that felt like Dahlia really knew what she was delivering and wh- what she wanted to be delivering on the runway. And I think on a surface level, yes. But I think in terms of like, who is this person below the surface anything i've seen she seems to kind of fall short you know like i i think it's um and that usually to me feels like a a bad sign when a queen doesn't quite know who she is that's you know uh i feel like that's the golden rule here that 
you know, once RuPaul sees that you're not onto yourself, it's like, well, then you're not ready for this yet. I feel like that's what happens. Right. I don't think that Dolly is ready to take the piss out of herself. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of it. Um, Whereas, you know, it's like just as a point of comparison, I feel like an early judgment of Jada, which I think Ross talks about is like, you might think, Oh, she's so put together and she's so, you know, just perfect and like poised that you don't think she's going to like loosen up and have fun. And then that's, she totally delivers that. And I think Jada is a great example of a queen that can do beauty and glamor, but can also be funny and also make fun of herself. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about Jada and this Fosse challenge, especially, uh, first of all, I just got to say, I'm so happy that Fosse got so much airtime on television. I think that's worth it. I can't believe yeah. how long that conversation went on, but it did. It kept right? going. Um, I will say, just uh, just as a point of trivia, this may not be the first Fosse amoeba that we've seen on Drag Race. Do you know what the first one was? <sighs> no. I mean, it's a little bit of Drag Race trivia. I know we had a request recently <laughs> on Twitter. So just working it in, girl. Next uh, question, but, please. Sorry, go Next for question, it. <laughs> please. But I believe uh, this This may be a loose interpretation, so be gentle. But uh, in season eight, Bob, Thorgy, and Acid do that like art thing when, when in the pop group challenge. Oh, when they're... no, that's not the same thing. The Amoeba... <laughs> Uh, sorry, I'm just going to no. be that girl. I'm going to be that girl. You are there. being that girl. Yeah, no. I mean, I am not wildly off here. So, okay, so in the in the opening scene of Chicago during all that jazz, there's this bridge section where they're where they're kind of going, the band is going and then they're going, "Ha! Ha!" And it's just kind of like one of those things, right? <laughs> no one has any idea what you just did. <laughs> Whatever. People that have seen that show understand that it is a crowd of people that are kind of moving like very quickly and very close together. It's not three people moving across the floor doing these big moves. They only had three. I don't know. I feel like what we saw in this performance was closer to that than some ha ha that you're talking about. So I'm going to stand by my interpretation of things. Great, uh, great. Do whatever you need to do, yeah. Mary. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I said I felt. I said I felt. Um, yeah, no. So this was their interpretation of it was, yeah, they were crowded together. There were some people that were doing these weird like, octopus hands. And I'm just like, no, that's not it. Uh, but that's, oh, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> There was a lot of octopi hands. Oh, um, I almost said her name. Uh, <laughs> so, so wait. So, um, talk, walk, and block it is what I'm calling this rehearsal, right? Because I feel like they said the words talk, walk, and block it so many times. Um, mm-hmm. We got too much of this rehearsal was a mess thing. I, it was the only thing that happened on this episode, which is why I think it lasted for seven minutes. But it was just way too long. I didn't learn anything oh. new except that maybe Jada was kind of the adult in the room. Yeah, I ultimately agreed with Jada. It was like, well, we've gone a really long way to come back a short distance, haven't we? Yeah. And now we've wasted all this time. Why don't we just like go simple from the start, like I was saying? Right. And I get that feeling of like, I was saying this from the start, but you all had to go down this whole other path. And we don't have that much time. Um, so I appreciated her point of view. I also could totally clock the children of divorce during this fight. There was a lot of like <laughs> shutting down in the background. And I, <laughs> there's a lot. Of, I'm going to go in the other room and play video games <laughs> and eat the 
you know, the uh, cosmic brownies I have hidden under my bed. You know, what part of me saw two things happening, two dynamics coming together to create a perfect storm. One is people wanting screen time. The other is people not wanting to take responsibility for the choreography. Sure, especially that, yeah, they also, because they've all seen the show, they all know that, like, if you're the team captain, and even Widow was talking about this last week, if you're the team captain and you're the choreographer, like, your name is on all of this. And so if things don't go well, right. you know, spotlight's on you, and no one wants to spotlight this soon, especially when there's only five of them. So uh, I get it. Um <laughs> <laughs> God, you just keep taking slices out of that pie, Mary. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> the five. Sorry, pie. none for me, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right, right. Uh, dessert? No, thanks. Yeah. I'm watching my weight. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so lost uh, my appetite. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so I want to talk about how much I love a queen who knows her priorities. Did you die? Did you die when Aiden Zane said, yeah, I practice it every single time a commercial came on? <laughs> oh, I know. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> you really <laughs> went the distance. <laughs> we wouldn't want to miss what happened on Chopped. <laughs> I, but you know what? It made sense to me because commercials are usually like two and a half, three minutes. And it's like, yeah. all right, I'm going to, Practice it for two, not three minutes. Take a break for seven. Practice seven. You know, and it's kind of mm -hmm. like, okay, girl, you know, do your thing. You also need to rest, right? And you got to let sure. things get cold. So I appreciate it. And not for nothing, she slayed it. So it worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. No, you know, honestly, the second time I watched it, I was like, wow, no, this is really... And like, especially thinking about oh, this is a queen that doesn't, she doesn't perform, you know, and here she is, or, you know, perform in large venues. And now here she is like on this stage in front of RuPaul, starting the number, basically alone. Everyone is, you know, in the back in the, on the chairs and, and she managed to use the whole stage and she managed mm -hmm. to like, mm -hmm. you know, keep it interesting and, and nuanced. Like I was really surprised. And I think some of that introverted energy that she has seeing someone like that, you know, excel and come out of their shell in these <laughs> moments. I think that makes it feel even more rewarding. It's like, Oh, I know that this is not like easy for you and you're making it look pretty easy. Mm. Yeah. You know, when she was talking about that whole, like uh, I live outside of Atlanta and they're like, Oh, how often do you perform? Well, zero nights a week. You know, I thought about Trinity K. Bonet's story and, uh, how or it wasn't Trinity it was Nina how the, the the Atlanta scene can be pretty rough and for a queen like Aiden who's also outside of the city I just feel like they're gonna Aiden's gonna be like hey can I perform and they're gonna like, get the fuck out of here you know mm, yeah yeah I think that that's I mean I'm not very familiar with the whole Atlanta situation uh, but I I mean when I watched this episode it was a lot of repeated commercials and the um hip-hop and whatever love and hip-hop atlanta commercial played multiple times and so i i did get to hear someone say more than once atlanta city of fake and bullshit <laughs> like seven times and i was like those are not both verbs uh, or nouns or adjectives you gotta choose like a grouping um bullshit's a noun <laughs> but Fake is not. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry. So that's all I know about Atlanta. It's Atlanta, city of fake and bullshit. 
Atlanta. That's how she said it every time. Um, <laughs> someone out there has seen this commercial and knows what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> Atlanta. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you know, again, Jan with the references, referencing Saved by the Bell. Uh, oddly enough, it was Jesse Spano who played Nomi Malone, who was in the mirror next to her. Um, well, but- <laughs> look at that. It's all connected. It's all connected. Uh, so we got an early, early tears. Again, another reason why I love Rockham is her ability to talk through tears in this episode. Talking about her mother um, and connecting it with her leadership role. And the thing I love the most about this moment was actually Jada. Yeah, I I think that Jada swooped in. Um, I think this is this is certainly more of a, fle- a reflection on me. If I, me, just me, not about Rockham. Uh, if I was in Rock's Rockham's excuse me position and I was having some feelings, I do not want an aggressive pep talk. I realize they're on television and that's what you're here to do, and Rockham really did appreciate that. But I. That w- I certainly I kind of pulled back a little bit because I was like, oh god, I that would be like you just need to you need to stop. I need to just feel my feelings. You need to stop uh, telling me what I need to do. Interesting. Yeah, you need to it's get this bumper sticker off my ass. You know. Yeah. No, it was the girls kind of Jada and some others. They kind of came at her like uh, like a boxer pep talk at the side of the ring. You know. Yes. Where they're squirting yes. water in her mouth and rubbing her shoulders, mm-hmm. and they're like, you could do this. Take care of yourself first. And it, yeah, 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 you're a bum, Rockham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you smell what the Rockham's cooking? Um, yeah, get out I there. Mean, I think it's just perfect. That you, <laughs> Sorry, your name's Rockham, and you're, I mean, anyway, <laughs> we will, we will, Rockham, <laughs> Rockham. Ah. Sorry, Mary. Ah. Sorry. Oh my god, <laughs> that was triggering for a lot of folks. Was, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. even though it's Queen, yeah. you know, it's still associated with. Just sports, so it is. Yeah, it's well. It's it's and sports are beat out in this episode. You know, sports are beat out oh, on this yeah. season. So no more sport. No, no more sport. <laughs> no more. There's no sport here. Uh, the workroom, not a playroom. <laughs> I don't know. It's art. Know. It's not sport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're keeping it unfiltered and sport free. Uh. So anyway, um, I. Maybe we could talk about uh, Tandy Newton and Robin. Sure. Uh, I really appreciate Robin's unfazed mom energy. Like she just, I can just see her like sitting in a minivan waiting in like a school parking lot looking just like this and just being like, oh God, where are they? Um, like that's, that was the energy I was getting and I loved it. Mm. Robin for me was a nice judge and certainly one I won't remember. The judge that on this episode that I thought was giving great critique was Tandy Newton for sure. She did. I mean, th- here's the thing. I I really appreciated seeing Robin there and she had one moment that well, I'll dive into, but I mean, especially comparing to Nikki last week. I know. It was just like, it really, I mean, Robin didn't, it's, she's not that girl. She's not going to do that. Like, that's just not who she is. Right. But, Tandy Newton, she made that chicken joke, yes. and I was like, "Well, uh, I love you. You're yes. great." That was a that was a that was a goosey little joke. She, you can yeah, stay. She is here. She is here for sure. H e a r. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and obviously, we have Ross back, which is great. Oh uh, yeah, we, always happy. We love Ross. Ross, even though I I completely disagreed with him this week. Um, but whenever I see Ross on the screen, everything's just a little bit better. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, Mary, I I don't know how much you want to talk about the the challenge at this point. We kind of referenced it a little bit up to this point, but I there is one moment that I don't know if you noticed or anybody else noticed, but it certainly made Dahlia's verse rewatchable. Did you notice Jansport masturbating vigorously in the background during Dahlia's verse? No. Oh my I did god. Not. Oh my it, she's masturbating vigorously. <laughs> wow. Jan. She basically comes in the background. Yeah. She's just she's jam. <laughs> Jam, that's right, yes. Jam. <laughs> Jan beep. That's how you do it, right? You just Jan, yeah. yeah, she's just Jan beeping herself. Jan's beeping herself over there. <laughs> Where's Jana? Beeping herself. <laughs> Don't mind her. <laughs> it was so good. It was. So, I was uh, like, "Yes, Jan. Yes, steal all the focus." And I think that's something that we can kind of talk about quickly. And you know, we could talk about the runway looks as we talking about the critiques of these queens. But one of the critiques that Jan got, and maybe this was the moment you were talking about with Robin, but one of the critiques was like, "Oh, you're coming on too strong." And I'm kind of like, "Isn't that what you're supposed to fucking do? Like, you're supposed to do everything that first episode. Show them." everything because they're not seeing the confessionals they're not seeing the workroom they're only seeing what is out there and i'm kind of like yes bring it all you're gonna write fabulous lyrics you're gonna sing you're gonna dance you're gonna be funny you're gonna beep in the background i'm just like yeah i am all here for it and i thought jan did so well made a huge impression on the fans and the judges I think that Jen, if she is really, you know, taking the critiques that she's heard and, you know, past seasons, whatnot, I think Jan is taking the the critique of or the advice of like, shoot for the back row and I'll tell you to pull back. Right. You know, like it's right. better to overshoot it. And then like, I'll let you know. And I think Ross kind of does like, hey, you're here one thing at a time, uh, you know, just and I, and I get that because I also think that there can be. So like this is yeah this is the Robin moment I really appreciated um, where she said you know the positive energy was so apparent strong and then also a lot a lot at the same time and I love the way she like scratches her neck when she says positive energy it's so passive <laughs> and then when she finishes talking she like laughs and kind of looks away and I I get it here's the I mean Jan I agree you should just like give them everything and then like they can let you know what they want to see more of. But I get what Robin is saying in that it's like, hey, calm down. Like, you could cut this in half and it would all still read and maybe a little more organically. I get there's probably lots of nerves and lots of adrenaline, so Mm -hmm. no one like say anything. But I understand what she's saying, and I think think there's also a relatability factor and and a— an access, you know, energy like you can access. And I think if somebody's too, too like peppy and at a 27 all the time, it's hard to kind of like connect with them. And yeah. I think, whereas in the talking heads, Jan is very much just being Jan. Right. And it's much more. Sean Cody model. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, Chad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Chad Beep. Yeah. Chad Beep. So, uh, you know, he's just, are, he just uh, drove uh, up what, from what's Sunset. Your name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've already, uh, do you ever play with guys before? Yeah. Right. No, I mean like never. <laughs> like that's just like not 
my girlfriend would be like so jealous. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm so busy with hockey these days. Oh my god, like so busy with hockey. Um. So yeah, I think that like. I because Jan and her talking heads is a lot more like chilled out, but all the positivity still comes through. All like the 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 you know tr- the charm comes through. So I get it. I, I and you know what? It's the first week. Yeah, I can see her chilling week. out. I get it. I also think that they edit it so that we see that she is maybe a little over the top, right? I, mm-hmm. I honestly, I, I'm just uh, that's what I'm thinking because I just see Jan as just this positive person. And they're editing it to be, oh, you're hyper, you're crazy. And maybe Jan is aware. She's like, yeah, I was going insane that first episode because I wanted somebody to remember me. I wanted them to have a lot of moments to capture. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's – I don't think she did anything necessarily wrong. I think, you know, it'll be interesting, interesting to see now that she's gotten some good reviews and she's gotten some good critiques that she can apply. Um, I mean, you know, that's kind of like – getting to see a queen apply those critiques like i want to see her then do that um right so i mean especially this next challenge i feel like is going to be performance and right up her alley so um, oh the next challenge is going to be really interesting because as much as i love jan and as much as i love rockham i'm like okay but they're about to combine themselves we're about to see widow and heidi and Gigi. like we're going to be seeing even bigger personalities join this pack. And so I'm kind of like, I don't know where Jan is going to fit in with Britta, right? Like where is all of that energy going to go? So it, it'll be interesting to watch kind mm-hmm. of yeah. how that kind of, um, what is it? Uh, uh, marinates. Yeah. Right. And also how it kind of um, maybe chills it out a little bit in a mix of, mm-hmm. you know, 11 other queens, yeah. 11 queens that, you know, it's like, Oh, okay. Now it's just like, there's a, there's a, blend of energies right 11 other queens or 12 queens excuse me 12 queens no one went home this week that's right sorry i forgot Uh. (laughs) oh oh no speaking of which if there was a bottom two who do you think would be in the bottom two this week okay well i thought jada's verse was on fire if i were to pick the one so obviously i think the top two if i was just going based on the challenge Top two would be Jada and Jan. Mm-hmm. And then with the runway looks, things really showed up, right? So Rockham, I thought Rockham won the runway, like completely. Mm-hmm. I love that look. I'm just like, yes, put put tool on tool on tool on tool and be a big tool. And I, yeah. I love that so much. I appreciated Jan's kind of creativity, but it, you know, it was just kind of like, Meh, and the joke was done. Um, yeah, I think what I thought of with that, to your point of like, uh, it makes me think of like season seven in the runway of like reveals and Katya came out and her reveal was like the black teeth and the, um, the, the thing on her, the pentagram on her forehead when she removed the bangs Mm. and it was simple, but there was two jokes and she timed them and it like, and it worked and I kind of, and it like subverted the challenge as well because everyone else was doing reveals and she did kind of reveals and quotes and Jan was doing tool and quotes, but it's about like, I think maybe just having like a, a tighter, uh, tightening it, using that little wrench to tighten it. Cause <laughs> I don't know what she was, she was using it like a garden hose, but Get out uh, your tool belt and start making some adjustments is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You uh, might want to like just kind of, 
get a get a get a little torque in there, yeah, you know. Not to throw a wrench in your outfit, but no, um, yeah, I'm not trying to ply you away from your from your vision, but uh, I think you hit the nail on the head, rare Mary. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to hammer the point home too hard. Uh, ah, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's reconstruct. <laughs> all right. Let's reconstruct this conversation. Um, all right, Mary. Um, yeah. So uh, Queens so, at work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what are you doing out here with a hammer and no corset and a belt? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing out here with a, with a hammer, no hard hat, and a belt? <laughs> That's not OSHA. That's not OSHA cleared. You need to get a hat on that. <laughs> OSHA cleared. Oh my I don't God. know. OSHA approved. Please, please welcome to the stage. OSHA, OSHA cleared. cleared. <laughs> OSHA cleared. Oh, thank God. She cleared. She cleared. Oh, she cleared. She got, oh, she cleared. She got oh. cleared. Sorry. Oh, such a stretch. Such a stretch. What um? What is This is almost like the new I saw you, but like, where does the quote, oh, she died. Where does that come from? <laughs> Do you know what that is? No. That's something. Oh, she died. No, I don't I know what no that idea. is. I have no Mary's. Idea. It's a new season of a quote I may be making oh, up. Jesus, <laughs> oh, she died. She died. <laughs> um, so in the bottom, I would put Dahlia for her verse, and her look uh-huh. was was good. It just wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't Rockham. It wasn't Rockham Sockham. Yeah. Um, I and- did like that. She still had hairy armpits. Oh, I, I, like, d- I didn't oh, notice that. I didn't notice look that. at that scag drag, you know, combat boots, smeared lipstick. I did the arm, just yeah. so you know. <laughs> I'm surprised Michelle didn't call her out uh, because they did call yeah. out a meaty tuck. And I was like, girl, you don't even tuck. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. She does. Johnson's she does. hanging over the edge of the stage. She does. She does. Um, so Dahlia, I would put in the bottom and it would be a toss up between uh, be a toss up between Aiden and maybe Rockham. I feel like they might find a way to put Rockham's challenge in the bottom, but uh, Aiden was so strong in the challenge that it kind of made up for the weaker runway. But Dolly, I think, certainly was low on both accounts. I think if there was the bottom two and and someone was going to go home, I think they would have put Rock on the bottom. I think... Rock'em. You know, I'm surprised that Rockham, excuse me, excuse <laughs> me. Um, hey, uh, but I feel like uh, I'm surprised we didn't see them critique the fact that she put on a character. Like it also feels to me kind of like um, not knowing who you are. An extension of that mm. is, um, well, I don't really do this, so I'm going to hide behind a character. But the whole point is to get to know you. And I was surprised that that wasn't her critique. I uh, appreciate that the critique was about the farting i think that that was the greater egregious error and um <laughs> certainly put her in the bottom so uh, put her but, and i think dahlia would have gone home oh yeah sure oh definitely definitely um i i love the 20 20s gangster voice i again i'm so charmed by rockham i can't even describe it like i there's something i just love about that queen yeah there's a heart there that i appreciate yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm going to keep an eye on her and oh, keep a distance. <laughs> uh, um, so there is, uh, oh, we still have uh, the, the lip sync, right? Obviously, the lip sync. Uh, Jada was in the top and, uh, and had to lip sync to call your girlfriend. Um, I loved when she said, Sherry girl, you're cute, but I'm going to get this money. I was like, okay. That's, oh, that's the get energy her Jada. Yes, yeah. get her Jada. Exactly. Get her Jada. Well, it was just like. <laughs> 
I mean, it was like the first time ever we've seen a queen lip sync on her own on stage. That's <laughs> sad that they didn't have the song Dancing on My Own because they finally had a solo lip sync. It just would have been perfect, you know, but it, it is what it is. Yeah, and you'd think it would be a piece of cake, but it was more a piece of pie, wasn't no, it? No, <laughs> no, yeah, certainly. It was, uh, you know, but she didn't She didn't mince words. She, um, she was the apple of our eye. <laughs> Jada was great. Jada was a joy to watch. I <laughs> loved watching her perform. I would um, have thrown dollars. There was a moment that I loved of Jada's when it was, uh, it's going to be me and you. And her, mm. you could see her collarbone and the tension in her, like all the veins and muscles in her neck grow tense. And she had this intensity, again, to use tense again, mm-hmm. uh, when she was talking to the judges with, it's going to be me and you. I was like, okay, girl, you won this. You won this. Yeah. And, and there was that little comedy moment at the end where, she, you know, on the line, say it's not her fault. And she does these like hands. It's just like, to her left there's just to no one <laughs> to her left and kind of like tugs her lip to the side she does like a face i don't know who she's I gesturing did love to the comedy when she just yeah she was uh using using the fourth wall essentially but it was the side wall mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah maybe it was like one of the cat maybe sarge was over there you know <laughs> call your girlfriend sarge because you guys gotta have a talk <laughs> uh but yeah oh, so, so so jada wins money um, there is a, a lovely moment that I love towards the end of the episode. So Heidi in Closet misses a gorgeous opportunity for a pun. So she says, oh, we're going to send him home like dominoes, one after the other. But did you not want her to say, send him home like dominoes within 30 minutes or the pizza's free? <laughs> yeah, 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 in 30 minutes or less. Like, that's what I wanted. <laughs> maybe they don't have dominoes in Remser, you know, maybe. <laughs> Uh, but no, I agree. I that would have been. But you know what? They they can't say you can't say Brita filter. You can't say Jan Beep. So right. they probably can't say you can't talk about Domino's as a brand. Sure. Um, I have to say this: the two groups meet. Mo- this is so cringy. It's just like oh, it's so much. Funny. It's looking at their nails and so sucking funny. on their teeth, it's so pulling funny. at their hair, it's so over and it's just top. I love oh, it. It I just goes it. on and on. It. It's, <laughs> oh, and of course it's not real. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's they fun. planned a meh, you know? Oh, like, I see. Yes, it, yes. It's so, it's just like, I guess I, I, I get it. Like, I'm not, I'm not dumb. Like, I get what I it know is. You're they did not. this in season yeah, I six. I know you know. But, and I know you're not saying I am, but it's like, I get it. But I'm also just like, contextually, this doesn't make any sense. Why would one group of girls hate the other group of girls? Eventually, you're all competing. Like, you don't stay in your pods. This isn't, you know, yeah. there's no teams. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's, we've learned it's that the lesson. drag of West Side Story. You know, it's just seeing two groups meet, and you want to see that, like, face-off, that bitch-perfect moment. I'm just kind of like, all right, let's do this drag. It's, it's a cute little moment. Why not? Instead of, you know, something else, right? So, I, you know, yeah. I'm kind of like, all right, I'm all here for it. I loved... Uh, Jan Sports Tiffany Pollard reference, cute next to gorgeous, uh, but gorgeous is going to devour cute. It was, uh, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of good moment in the last, you know, whatever thirty to forty five seconds of this episode, and not to put too much shade on this second group of queens, but th- the first group is very strong, very very strong, and I would be surprised if anybody in that first group went home before anybody in this group. I have to agree. I feel like that first group was really strong. I think that first group, it was like, oh yeah, I don't know who they would send home. Like, I just don't know. 
there was no weak link, you know, whereas this, I think this premiere, <clears throat> I could see how they could justify sending somebody home. I mean, I think, you know, the fact that this premiere had all the same beats as the first one, it made it a little less exciting. I think you don't know me versus I'm that bitch. Like mm, it's a clear winner, sure. you know, uh, it's, so it's hard to really top that Robin versus Nikki. Like I think mm. the first, the first premiere was bigger and obviously, you know, uh, had more queens, you know, seven instead of five. And so I feel like, you know, there was more queens to get to know. Um, <laughs> I heard, I just heard it. I just heard it. <laughs> you know, so, it was, you know, uh, they didn't have to. Yeah. So uh, it'll be, I'm, I'm now happy to see all of them together. I mean, I'm happy once the, once the rivalry bit ends and they all hug because it's like, I bet Jan and Britta know each other. Like, oh, totally. Like, going to be, you know what I mean? Totally. So um, I'm excited to kind of see everybody together. And um, yeah, yeah the, I guess. Yeah, the original you know. Peaches back together again, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, speaking of, exactly. speaking. All American Queens. Uh, yes. Uh, speaking of uh, A League of Their Own, my favorite movie, I did really love the, the part where Rockham is helping Shirley Baker learn how to read. She done... Already done. Oh Had yeah, ours is. <laughs> ours is ours is spelled O U R S U S. And then the delivery boy walks in. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I. I. <laughs> you're one of us. You're, you're with queen. us. You're one of us. You're with us. You're a Rockford <laughs> Peach. Yeah. Um, What's your name? Jan. Jan Beep. <laughs> Jan Beep. Jan Beep. <laughs> Jan Beep. <laughs> Jan oh, Beep. Oh, God, Mary's go to a Jan Beep show and make Beep happen. You know, that's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Let's beep. make. Yes. Yeah. Make America beep again. Oh, God, I love Jan. I just love Jan. Uh, Mary, you are in Jan's backyard uh, at Icon Astoria. So you should yes. definitely go check it out. We could talk about our experiences uh, watching it this episode on Nuance. But um, yeah, for, for next week or whenever, I, I believe Jan is going to host there again. Um, mm. Well, actually, I next week, uh, Evan Ross Katz invited me to meet with him and uh, Analytical, his partner. Mm. Uh, Anna's, and, Happy birthday, uh, Anna. <laughs> and uh, Sister Mary Andrew and to uh, go to the viewing party at the Standard East. Oh, fabulous. So, fabulous. I mean, I'm, I don't even know. I've never been there. I uh, have to save up all my spoons. I'm very excited. Yes. Yes. It That will be a fun show. There's always... Great queens that go through there, um, and and it'll be fun. I am uh, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the folks that are running the standard party, but uh, I appreciate that it's just another high class party. I think that's great. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So that'll be uh, that'll be fun. But uh, yeah, we can talk about this week in nuance. Uh, I don't think I have anything else for the main episode. Well, I have one thing to kind of leave us off on which is next week. Who's at risk? What's going to happen? Okay. Um, I mean, I think Dahlia, I think they even show that in the preview and sometimes that's the throw us off the scent, but she seemed to be a very unconfident broccoli. And <laughs> um, usually that's a bad sign, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, it can be really hard to digest raw vegetables, you know? So <laughs> Rue may have trouble with that one. <laughs> I think that it, Dahlia for sure is going to be uh, at risk. I think from the other episode, 
Nikki might struggle because of the language in terms of comedy. One of our listeners sent us uh, an interview that she did oh, in yeah. Paris. I actually speak French, uh, speak a little high school French, as they say, from Under the Tuscan Sun. Um, so I was able to read the art. <laughs> I was able to read the article, but I appreciated their commentary through it. Um, yeah, it sounds like Nikki is a little bitter. <laughs> mm. Well, I love that she's being so, and I say this kindly like so french about it she's just like no i'm not gonna mince words this right. is how i feel about it right. like i that you know i'm i'm a sensitive american so that can be a lot to take but in certain moments i'm like oh i love it you don't yeah. waste any time right i love it right yeah fuck this they um, make it's us just do direct. It three hours yeah it is yeah, yeah. It, it's great and sometimes you know you just you want that so totally um, totally yeah well, Marys, if you have any thoughts on the premiere, uh, we'd love to hear them. Um, we don't want to hear about any of the uh, the 13th Queen drama. Um, that's not something that we need to hear about. Um, we'll find that stuff I out mean, on guess, our own. I don't know. I would say, like, if people, I feel like some people might feel like they want to have an outlet to, like, talk about their feelings about it or how they're approaching the season. And I kind of want to make people to know, like, that's totally welcome. Oh, we, this yes. This is a community. This is, yes. you, you all can contact us and, like, here's my thoughts. Here's how I'm handling this. Here's Here's how I'm responding to this. Yeah, um, but I, but, but like, but yeah. articles and and tea and all of that. It's like, I don't know. Let's talk about ourselves. Let's focus on ourselves. Let's let's do that. You know, save it for Jake Yancey or whatever his name is. <laughs> oh, Jake Yancey. Yes, of course. Um, so anyway, Marys, if you have any thoughts, uh, you can reach out to us at All Right Mary on Twitter. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or uh, tasteofreality.com forward slash allright-mary. You can also email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram at johnnyalso or Twitter at johnnyalso1. And you can hear more of me on either my podcast, In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses with Nick Kachanoff. Uh, you can find more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get access to Nuance, the R.A. Mary after show, and lots more conversation um, that we are not having on the main episode at patreon.com slash allrightmary. All right, Mary. Well, in honor of reference queen of season 12, Jan Beep, I thought we would have a last chance lip sync this week. The national anthem as sung by Fergie, because it is a great lip sync. There's a lot you can do. Uh, You know, start your show with it. (laughs) Yeah. Now let's beep some basketball. (laughs) Beep, beep, Jeff. Uh, Beep, beep. Uh, uh, Davina DeCampo is, you know, in her in her. Davina oh, her little yeah, her, yeah. Beep, beep, excuse me, excuse me, beep, 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 excuse me. I have my pre-owned, leased Davina DeCampo two-door coupe. Oh, speaking of which, uh, people keep uh, saying Cheryl Hole and Jan are like. Oh, it's Courtney Act meets Cheryl Hole equals Jan, which I think is just so cute. It's a great comparison. I mean, I, certainly the aesthetic is is very similar. Um, and any comparison to Cheryl is... I know we uh, love Cheryl. Ugh. Yeah. We love a whole... Pizza queen. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? <laughs> Beep, yeah. <laughs> All right, Marys. Uh, we'll see you next week. Take care of yourselves. Have a good one. So ya. What?
Let's play some basketball! 